I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, everybody. It's Patrick, and I play Ezra the Gollum. This is Ray, and I play Cammy the Kitsune. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the Storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Greetings, fine patients. Welcome to the Gilded Ram Grawcast and Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwistle, and, um, you know, I'm going to, to be brutally honest with you. Um, feel a little out of sorts as of late. Um, come down with uh, a sickness, uh, an illness, I suppose it's, it could be more accurately called. Uh, an illness I know uh, far too well. It's stricken me from time to time over my uh, long and storied career. Um, I am uh, I'm lovesick, ladies and gentlemen. I um, don't mind saying it, but I saw a young a young lady. Well, I mean, she wasn't that young. Let's not get any wild ideas or anything like that. She was probably pushing forty eight. I mean, young, relatively speaking. Don't if you anyway. Don't 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 make a thing of it. Um, saw her earlier today. Um, in the market, as you want to do. And, um, you know, I've been bitten by this particular venomous snake before. Not not that I'm saying she's a venomous snake. I'm saying, you know, just seeing a woman from across the, the marketplace. I, you know, that's that's been problematic for me in the past, obviously. Um, so uh, I didn't say anything. Of course, not like I would, you know, who does? Whoever says anything. You don't want to be the person that goes up to somebody in the middle of a marketplace and be like, hey, oh, you enjoy uh, tangerines as well. You know, it's very blasé. Uh, not exactly the, the greatest look. So, you know, I did what any normal person would do um, and uh, promptly put it right out of my mind. Um, but here we are, you know, several, several hours later, and I, I just can't... I can't, uh, I can't bear the thought of, uh, of, of, of just not pursuing that at least a little bit. And I mean, um, a lot of people will say, you know, you're foolish, obviously. You know, there's no such thing as, as love at first sight and you're, you're hopeless romantic, all of that type of thing. But, you know, of course, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, but she was in the process um, of spending a significant amount on produce. And I mean, I don't know if you know anything about uh, the climate of this area, but produce doesn't last very long. So if you're spending that much money on produce, she's got to be just loaded. I mean, she must absolutely be just just swimming in cash. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's not purely a physical thing, so don't think I'm that shallow, obviously. Um, it's a mixture of that and the fact that she's probably got a significant inheritance or maybe she's an entrepreneur and has uh, you know, created some sort of um, invention that has saved you know, countless lives and, of course, has made a great tidy profit for herself in the process. So for whatever reason, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a twofold attraction, obviously, on the physical level. Sure, there, obviously. Um, but additionally, on the second level, um, financial attraction, which is often overlooked in these uh, trying times. But anyway, I, I digress. I, I shouldn't spend too much time, you know, pining over lost loves and, and missed connections. You know, we really should get uh, something in place for that. Um, if you have a misconnection, uh, someone you see in the marketplace or, or whatever, you know, you don't have to do that whole Neanderthal thing of walking up and saying, hey, my name Jasper, I would like to talk to you and take you over to Sully's for dinner for two. You don't have to go through that song and dance, obviously. You just put a... Uh, a, a little story together. They say, oh, I saw you across the marketplace. You were lovely. You were buying upwards of 75 silver in, in produce. How's it going? I, I have a jaunty hat. You know, just something like that. You put something like that together and, you know, you, know, you make some connections, you know, play Cupid a little bit. Um, 
Maybe we'll look into it anyway. Uh, where we last left off, obviously, uh, exciting times. Uh, the brute forces in uh, Vrim, of all places. Um, I mean, I know they're, they're quite well known in Vrim, and it's uh, the, kind of the cornerstone of a lot of their stories, but it actually met with Queen Hiliana Filifar, um, both in court and kind of in a, a less formal arrangement uh, where they had some food and um, learned some intriguing secrets um, about the, the loss of a former paragon, which seemed to be going around those days, all things being equal. So they were on their way out of town the next day, obviously, on their way to uh, Oster. Uh, a council had, had, had uh, put, decreed that all uh, council mages needed to return, all court mages, and uh, with it, uh, most of the paragons, I mean, a lot of new paragons, obviously, looking to try to get themselves a relic, but what are you to do? You know, you're in a new city, you've never been here before, and you're going to be leaving the next day. Um, do a little bit of light shopping, perhaps, check out a pie store or two, um, and, uh, and just kind of see the city, you know, get a little bit of a man about town action going on. So, um, of course, uh, that's exactly what they did. It's the day before you guys are supposed to hop back on an airship and go to Oster. So you guys have, surprisingly, a little bit of downtime. So what are you guys doing in the wonderful big city of Rim? Two, I, I've got two things I want to do. One, what is their pie situation? Yep. They've, had, they've had tarts. What is? What are they doing about pies? Mm-hmm. Secondly, get me over that big-ass library she was talking about. Oh, oh, are we splitting up? Let's split up. <laughs> oh, four-part episode of Adventure. <laughs> this sounds perfect and very fun for me specifically. Okay, so Lola's interested in pies and books. What is everybody else interested in? And, you know, you guys can have this conversation perhaps in character where you discuss, you know, you're on your way back to the castle. Discuss what you're thinking about, what you're doing. You just going to go hang out in the castle? You're going to go take in the city? Lola, are you thinking... Say what you're thinking on three, and we'll... Ready? Oh, can, can I play this game? You can do it. Oh, me too. Okay, I'm going to do it too. I'm going to do it too. I'm going to do it too. Everyone on the count of three, say what One, <laughs> we want to do. Two, three. Oh, oh, graveyard. Okay, oh. Kate. Did you say a cape? Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean, Mort? <laughs> it is good cape weather, that's true. buy one, or... I've got a cloak, but I've not got a cape. I, I feel like I could pull that off. And this is yeah. this is the place that you need the cape from? You've got the shoulders oh, for a I cape. I mean, it, it's Vrim. You've, you've seen how beautiful these people are and their incredible fashion sets. I'm sure they could come up with an incredible cape for me. Oh, you mean you need a back veil? Yes, <laughs> a back veil. Exactly. My back is too beautiful to be seen by mere mortals. Uh, I also, I, I want to check out that big library that the queen was talking about. Yeah, no, no, the library sounds fun. Um, I did, you know, a choir concert, um, because I heard some <laughs> lovely youths singing sort of on the way, uh, on this little adventure, and I can't wait to take that in. <laughs> but the, the local Montessori is putting on a dig? Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, while you're here, if, if the times overlap, it's, it's kismet. You gotta take in all the youths. Singing their, their choir songs. Hey man, you do you. <laughs> you should do that. I think I'm going to go with Mort to the tailor because I need a veil veil and he needs a back veil. Also, I'm not sure. I don't read real good, so the library is definitely out for me on account of books. <laughs> on, on account uh, of literacy. Yep. <laughs> you know, I'm never. So that's probably not. We should all do that and then meet up for pie. Yeah, what are you going to do, Yanov? Um, I, I said graveyard, and I was surprised nobody wanted to go investigate the, the graveyard. Have you ever wondered how people in this place bury their dead? I mean, it could be any which way. So I want to go figure that out. Um, okay, well, Yanov. It's a custom thing. Think about the customs they have here. They got this veiling thing. They've got all these like court customs. What's their custom for the dead? We don't even know. You know, I would so, like to offer an addendum 
to my plan. I think they have my face measurements. I now want to go to the graveyard with Yakov. <laughs> that sounds way cooler. Graveyards are actually one of my uh, biggest fears. I'm worried that <laughs> they'll mistake me for a skeleton that's just lying around and bury me alive. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize Vrim had a train system. It's a pretty small island for a train. It's kind of an elevated tram. I want to now. I know I've changed my mind a lot, but now I'm, uh, I want to ride a train. <laughs> I've never. I've done the thing where you put a, a, a whatever the monetary, the coin monetary system is of this world <laughs> mm-hmm. down on the track and let the train run over it, and you pick up and you got a weird shape uh, coin of this world. You know what I mean? So I've done that, but I've never actually been on a train. I think that'd be fun. What if there was a murder? We could do a whole up a whole bottle episode. I'd like that. What if the choir's on the train? <gasps> okay, if they're singing and they're riding a train in a circle, you know I'm there. I hear that the local school is actually on a train. You're in luck. <laughs> <laughs> so should should we all do stuff and then meet up for pie? I think that's a good plan. Let's split the party. Perfect. <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll go to we'll go to the tailor first with with good old Mort McCoy and his search, his lifetime search, his undead time search for a back veil. I mean, goodness, it feels like this has been a long and well established trait of your character from episode one. I've from episode saying, one, you were really pushing I for a cape. Needed a cape. Yeah. Needed cape. Cape. Capes and nothing but capes. Is that what the shop's called? It's called, uh, yeah, it's called, it's called Cape Fear. There's no reason to fear a cape. What are you talking about? Capes are great. Wow. The store. They have, they, they bought an adjacent lot just to put the rest of the sign up. <laughs> so I walk in. I assume there's a little bell that dings above the door. Ding, 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 ding. There it is. Sorry. We're, we're fixing that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, good sir. Um, do you perchance sell back veils? Back veils? Hmm. Uh, I mean, we could arrange a veil that kind of hangs in the rear of your head, if that's a, a, a trouble spot for you. You got the bald patch. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, yes. Fella. <laughs> okay. Quite a boost. What a shoe, actually. Just, uh, no, I didn't mean this. Oof. Boy, a real foot and mouth type situation here, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, yeah, no. I mean, I can fashion a whole, just a whole, whole, whole head veil, really, if that's kind of what you're looking for. Yeah, I, I was actually thinking something more along the lines of a cape. I was trying to make a, a little joke, something one of my friends mentioned earlier, but no. A, oh, a cape, okay. Yes. Yeah, no. I mean, you you did read the sign on the way in. This is a place that they, I mean, we, we basically make capes. If you're asking for a back veil, I was going to actually make a very small cape for you. Um, so this is actually better. I'm more more trained at the whole cape making. Yes, um, that is exactly what I want. Do you, perchance, do capes for dogs as well? Dog capes. Um, Dog capes. Well, I've made a dingo cape before, and I figure that's pretty similar. Yeah, um, it would be a, a similar thing, possibly a little smaller. Smaller, okay. So are we talking like raccoon-sized? or well, like, like one to fit this little fellow down here. Oh, for, for this little guy. Okay, yeah, um... I mean, I imagine it's probably not too different from one of our cat capes. I could probably scale it up a little bit. Yeah, that that would be perfect. But uh, no, no catnip in the hem. Uh, okay, making a note. No catnip. Perfect. Uh, do you want a little pouch in there that he could keep, like small treats or? Oh yes, uh, that, that would be perfect. Yes. Okay. Uh, do you want one of those very small casks that is filled with like rum or something that like a Saint Bernard would carry? Uh, I do, but for myself personally, rather. Than for- <laughs> For the dog. Oh, okay, I can do that. Not the problem, not the problem. Okay, um, so speaking of your cape, what, the, what, what speaks to you in a cape? When you think cape, what, is, uh, what's, what's, what, what are some of the features that come to mind? Um, sophistication. Mm. Uh, you, you sort of look at someone and you think, wow, that, that guy's really got his shit together. If, right, if you know okay. What I mean. um, These are all you know, true they, about all they, capes, really. They, they look at you and they, they think, you know, he's probably a Swashbuckler. So definitely some 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 swashes that need some, buckling. Like okay. A bit of a a roguey type, you know? Kind of rugged, handsome. You know, I mean, you can't do much about the handsome bit, unfortunately, but uh 
Rubbish. Listen, listen. If I couldn't make people handsome, I wouldn't be in business very long as a cape seller. Let me tell you that much. But no, your face will look pretty much the same. It's just the cape will make it much more generally. This people will get distracted by the cape. I feel, especially if you do one of those where you like drape the cape over the arm and then bring it up to your mm. eye level. Yes, I I want to be able to to swish it open to reveal my my swords and my quivers and things like that of that nature. Okay, so you're thinking about a a, a, a light fabric then, swishy yes. a swishy fabric, uh, some. Uh, maybe a silk or a or a uh, or or a, or a synthetic blend. Yeah, I, I think it, it would need to be a, a little heavier than than a silk. You know, it needs to, okay. To so hang um, um, also mm-hmm. in deep purple. Deep purple. Okay, this is very good. Um, any filigree? Whoa! <laughs> uh, um, isn't that a, a fish? Okay, uh, maybe a little bit too much uh, for this fella. No, to the filigree. Are you thinking of? Uh, you thinking any tassels? Maybe. No, no, no tassels. Um, okay. I'm not not a very tasselly person. Uh, scale of one to ten, how magical are we thinking? As in imbued with magic, or as, as in, in it looks fabulous. Well, okay. First, first he imbued with magic, and then obviously the fabulous. I'm assuming you want to be ten on a fabulous scale. Yes, yes. I mean, okay. and as imbued with magic as possible, really. Uh, okay, okay. Um, so a lot of the magics. That's probably going to take uh, a little bit of time. What's your turnaround time on this thing? Can you get it done by tomorrow morning? <laughs> oh my goodness! No, I mean, I if, if not, that's not a problem. We will be coming back here shortly after. We've got to go to uh, Oster and, and collect a relic, and then you know I could pick it up when we get back. I suppose. Okay, you know we could make you a super, you know, very nice, uh, pretty, swishy, magical cape. So when you think magical cape, what uh, what type of features you're looking at here? Can, can you do invisibility? Or is that that a bit too too much? Well, I mean, I could do l- less visibility, uh, not full invisibility, more, but I mean, maybe like a little bit. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, just kind of a, just kind of a. Hey, I thought there was. Oh, there's that guy. You know, just a second. If, for instance, I fell down like a scree slope, and there was a group of orcs. I could throw it over myself and pretend I was a boulder. That sort of camouflage. I mean, very specific situation, but yeah, I mean, yes. that would, uh, yeah, we could do something like that. That sounds perfect. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, uh, it will be, uh, whew, uh, well, I mean, 750 gold for, for, for this particular item. Do we are running, we are running a sale right now where if you buy a second cave. Well, I am. I'm buying the one for my, for my dog. Oh, that, I mean, I think that's technically true. So, okay, the second cape, his cape, uh, and you wanted, oh, well, you wanted the barrel on your cape, right? Or just as a pocket well, barrel? Uh, yeah, it's just something that I can just tie around my own neck, really. Got you. Okay, so between the two capes, uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty good deal. You're looking at a solid 975. How about the, the 750 and you throw in the, the dog cape for free? I mean, oh, that's, I, I am very part much of... Not, um, Radical Evergod's retinue, so you know he has to oh. to have a, a good um, looking retinue. All right, to go around. I'm going to throw out something for you. I want to see what you think about this. Okay, first of all, dog cape is going to be just kind of a uh, just a run of the mill cape. It's going to look nice, obviously, but it's not going to. There's no magical features to dog cape. I could get both capes down to uh, down to uh, you know the 750. Okay, but I'm going to need to put just very small. Uh, the name of my business on the back of the cape. Now, it's going to be small, it's going to be tasteful, uh, but I mean, I want to really get my name out there. I and mean, you know, it kind of, uh, you know, I scratch your back, you you wear my name around all yours. How about you take the price down to around 500 and I mm. speak to my very good friend, Radical Evergod, to endorse your shop. Oh, uh, how, this could how be How could that good. be? Your, your shop endorsed by the Paragon? Yeah, if you could get him to come in and then say, and as soon as people walk in, it's just a recording, uh, some magical, mystical, ethereal recording of his voice saying, this is Radical Evergod, and this is my favorite shop on Vrim. Something to that effect. Yeah, I, I, I feel like his favorite shop is probably going to be the pie shop. Okay, my favorite, my favorite, non, my favorite non-pie shop Your favorite on Vrim. Clothier. My favorite <laughs> well, I mean, capery, yes. 
All right, so let's let's do the even five hundred. We get the endorsement in there. I still kind of do want the name on the cape. I think that's probably okay, right? Well, how about sort of in the collar, and someone says, "Where'd you get your cape from?" I can, you know, flip the collar and and show them where I got it from. Flip, so that's, that's not going to be visible most of the time. It's, it's a... quite a long name. I'm just worried as whether it will actually fit on the. The cape on gotcha. the outside. How about, okay, we go inside with it and I just do a, li- a nice lining of the coat and just put the name around the lining. That, that on sounds the inside great. of the cape. Yes, absolutely. Okay. All right. Uh, so that sounds perfect. Uh, the so when, when we get back gold. from Oster, I'll, I'll come in here with uh, Radical and we'll uh, see what we can do for you. All right. Well, I, it's been a pleasure, honestly. I got to get to work on this uh, cape. It's going to take name, me a lot of time. So I can recommend you to all my colleagues. Glenn Millerston. Glenn Millerston. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you, Mr. Millerston. Uh, no, that's the full name. It's Glenn Millerston. It's all one thing. Oh. It's not... Glenn it, Millerston. Is, is that your your first name or your surname? It's kind of all all in one. You know, you gotta really gotta step outside of the traditional nomenclature. Like a like a share. It's very similar to share, yes. Perfect. Uh, it's it was... an adjective and a verb, just like sting. <laughs> Well, it's um, great to meet you, uh, Glenn Millison. Um, and yeah, uh, no, it's wonderful. We'll, we'll see you again soon. All right, I will get right to work on this uh, amazing cape. Thank you very much. Come along, Rufus, and I walk out of the shop. Oh, good. I'm glad you said that because if you hadn't, then they'd all meet up at the pie shop later and be like, "Where's Mort? He's still <laughs> in the other shop because he never left." Also, you're all dead because you forgot to tell me you were going to use the restroom. <laughs> Oh, also, since it is canon now, when he leaves, the door goes ping, 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 ping. <laughs> nice. Okay, I guess we're going on a train. Is that where the choir is? That's where the choir is, yeah. The children's cool. choir is, has taken up residence uh, for this very short time on the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're singing in a round, which is the fun part, because the train can only go in a circle because it's on an island. They finish singing in a round as soon as you guys get there. Um <laughs> And a young gentleman walks up to the front and says, um, <clears throat> yes, yeah, so that concludes our oral singing part of the uh, presentation. Uh, the rest of it is something we've been working on and we're very excited about. Um, it is called hand singing. And so that's what we're going to be doing for the remainder of our show. I hope you enjoy. And they start uh, doing hand motions. Uh, I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. Nice try. <laughs> Well, Jeepers, oh gosh, these boys' hands, they're moving so fast. Uh, oh, so fast, but so graceful. Um, yeah, no, I was right. I, le- I read the guidebook, and this was sort of all over that. So I'm, I'm glad I took it in while I was in Rift, because, you know, I mean, you never know when you're going to get back, and they may be off traveling, because they're very sought after. So we could run into them literally at any part of our adventure again. <laughs> And uh, gosh, I'm so happy to have met them on their home turf. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know why I came with you guys, but mm-hmm. it is the, did you guys check on the map? Does the does the train stop at the graveyard, or is there a is there a setup? Is this grave adjacent, or? Um, well, I feel like it does go in a circle around the whole island, so it's probably everything adjacent at some point. Um, mm. But I like I was thinking I could do a fun like baby's day out hobo type of jumping this train and sort of just going all around the whole dang island and just seeing what they have to offer before sort of ending my day with pie. I mean, it's a bold, it's a bold choice. It's a very good choice. <laughs> it's a great choice. I mean, of all the choices you could have possibly made, this is probably a really good one. Um, That's why we talked I mean, you into coming instead of going straight to the graveyard. Yeah, but I mean, I was really looking forward to that graveyard and I don't know if we're going to have enough time, there, but that's fine. That's fine. Mm. Um, Maybe so... we'll see dead people here. That's you guys keep talking about this about this whole train murder situation. Like, have you guys been on a lot of trains before? Do they always end in murder? I've never been on a train. <laughs> I feel like the trains that people talk about end end with a murder on them. You know, you don't you don't really hear about about the Greyhound. That's a bus, but you never really hear about the kind of trains where no one dies. You know, it's just boring. I mean, I suppose that's true. We really don't talk about. Much public transportation where nobody dies. Well, see, that's what that's what the choir is doing here. Is they're sort of drumming up business, the old train business. It is pretty sparse on this train. We got the choir. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this old old bag of bone. This guy over here. What is this? What it? It's just some guy. Cool. I love smells. guys. Yeah. He smells real bad. And then 
there's that very dangerous looking gentleman in the back Perfect. with the six swords. And I don't know what, why that guy's got six swords. It seems like an unnatural number of swords to be carrying around. He does only have the two I hands. Would, I would love to find out why he's got a whole bunch of swords, though, Yana. I mean, when do we ever just see a civilian with six swords that we don't sort of go up and say howdy to? Uh, I mean, you guys, you, you do your thing. I'm going to I'm gonna take in more of this hand choir, because it's just really speaking to me, I think, right now. No, that, that's it. That's Should we do, like, background hand sounds? I don't think they make sounds. They they very specifically don't. <laughs> Just for, just for this reason. Kimi's going to sort of take in the, the lovely youth, the lovely young um, boys. Phrasing. That are doing hand things. Just the, the phrasing did not get any better. No, the, it got worse, some would say. And then she's going to sort of like sidle back and sort of just talk to the, you know, because she, she was talking to a local. So um, she's going to sort of meet the local that does have six swords. Hmm. Yeah, so she'll, she'll sidle back there and sort of paw out, um, just, hi there, Kimi Okina, how are, how are you doing? I'm so new to Vrim and I'm new to trains and I'm kind of, I'm kind of new to hand choiring. I was just, I was just wondering, sort of, are you, are you a local? Could you give me some sort of tidbits on what to do on my train journey? Oh yeah, no, totally. Um, have you ever, you ever been to the pie shop uptown? It's really nice. Oh, well, that's, that's the next stop. But we, we were sort of gonna, I was gonna sort of do a train sort of, you know, sort of view of the of the island before we we took in pies oh yeah you know you gotta definitely get some pies while you're here i definitely would recommend it Mm -hmm. do you cut do you cut six pies at once with your six very good swords i've noticed i'm very oh yeah yeah this this is not a normal thing for me i I, i'm i'm a sword seller by nature by trade uh and you know i've been making some swords i thought i'd bring them out to the shop hang them up on the wall get a little bit of extra uh excitement for people coming in the shop seeing the swords and uh and uh, six of them today, you know. Um, but no, I've never, never, never chopped up any pies with them. I guess you could, right? I mean, nothing saying you couldn't. They're pretty sharp swords. Yeah, no, I can see the glint off of them. Um, no, yeah, they they seem they seem real sharp. So, do you, is your do you just randomly sort of endorse local businesses, or do you, do you have a shop that's near the pie shop? It's funny. It's right. It's actually quite. It's adjacent to the pie shop. You know, I'd be, I I go right in there oh. and I I. I I, uh, I take the swords and then yeah. people sometimes, you know, some, actually, I, sometimes I take I take the swords and take them out to other places and I put them up at the walls and then people go, where did that sword come from? I love it's when like, people oh. do that with weapons, sort of just take them out and then leave them Just places. hang them on the walls. Well, oh, yeah. well, I mean, yeah, you put them on the wall. You put it in a sheath, obviously. You know, you don't want a kid poking the finger. So do, do you have any uh, any show swords, any fun sort of like gym encrusted or anyone that has a, a real fun backstory with you since you're showing them off? Uh, yeah, uh, totally. Uh, mm-hmm. this one's name is Christopher. And, um, <laughs> is that, is that a, a fun thing that you do? Can I see the name in writing? Can you see the name in, no, it's, it's written on the, on the sword. Does, yes, it, does it say Christopher with a W or is that sort of his <laughs> speech impediment? <laughs> that is definitely his speech impediment. <laughs> okay. 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 Oh, he's a pretty one. I, I think it's interesting that he's all green. Yeah, no, um, I, you don't see a lot of green swords these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I figure I, I have I have a display with a bunch of different swords in all different colors. And I've been working my way up to the G. And uh, I hit the red, I hit the orange, I hit the yellow. I skipped G for a while. Mm. And then down to blue. Um, I couldn't really make an indigo sword. It's very similar to violet. Um, so that didn't really happen. But anyway, yeah, this is the green one, Christopher. And he's going to gonna take up a little spot up there i got a couple of emeralds in the hill i don't know if you see that oh no it's it's real it's really caught my eye the fun thing about a green sword is that you know if you actually use it then it's sort of like decorating for christmas because it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of red all over that green sword uh, that's 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 not, what's christmas yeah no that's something i celebrate in sort of my island that i'm from don't ask about it um no that's that's cool um <laughs> Yeah, no, I like Christopher. I think he's my favorite. How much do you sell these swords for? Just you know, out of curiosity. Uh, well, these are really display swords. You know, they, they I mean, Perfect. they're fully functional and they're, they're they they would do wonderful things in, in in any sort of battle. But you know, these are these are kind of these are art. You know, so it's really a kind of a not not something I, I don't sell these. You know, these are just to to draw in the customers to kind of get more people interested and you know get the name of the sword shop out there. Well, okay, so so I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty well traveled. I don't know if you could tell by how confidently I stepped on this train, but I'm pretty well traveled. And uh, I'll let let me let me give you a hint, and she'll kind of put one 
like furry paw over his shoulders and like lean him in really close to her snoot. And then she'll say, you know, if you if you stand outside your shop and you get really good at sort of turning and twisting those swords around, that's great for business. God, people, you know, people just love having a sign that flips all over and then eventually at some point will point in the direction of that of that shop. They they love that. They do love that. And and there's an extra you, level of danger because you could die at any moment doing that with these swords. So You are are you suggesting I take up sword juggling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, God, people love sword juggling, you know, because of the danger and because of the capitalism. Like, they love Listen, that. I've always dreamed of being a sword juggler, but I never had, I never had just really the the drive, I don't think, is what it is. And maybe general, a general fear of maybe dying via sword and, like, who would take care of my children? But, you know, you make a great point. Yeah. That if I'm not yeah. going to get out there and start spinning these swords around, then nobody's going to spin these swords around and then I won't be selling these swords. Look, if you let if you let the fear of accidental seppuku keep you from living your life, then kind of what's the point, you know? Uh, you know, my dad said the exact same thing, and I never listened to him, so... Yeah, you know, Randy, was it Randy? I'll call you Randy. Randy, you know, you gotta listen to your dad, you have to listen to me, and you have to just let Christopher fly. All right, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna start juggling swords. <laughs> oh, gosh. And so, <laughs> Cammie gets a big old grin on her... On her tiny old face, um, very excited, and she sort of uh, daps this guy up, gives him a little salute, and she'll start uh, walking back to these youths because I feel like they'd be finished with a hand number. I don't know if they operate in songs when it's a hand choir, a hand piece. Yeah, yeah. these, these young boys will have finished doing their hand piece. I think they're called jobs. No, it's not called that. It's okay. not called that. So the, so the young boys finish all of their jobs. Um, the sweatiest young boy has just finished a hand solo. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so Kimmy's going to go up and sort of just a round of applause, you know, as loud as her little paws will let, will let her clap. They then applaud your applause thinking it's another song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually, yeah, I feel like Kimmy get asked to leave. For like jumping on stage and <laughs> that's copyrighted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So is Ezra along on the train ride? I guess. What the heck's Ezra doing? <laughs> I don't know. You were staring out the window. You went directly to Cammy. She started talking. <laughs> I didn't know if we decided I was on the train or not. Uh, Ezra missed the train and he's just on the platform, <laughs> still extremely Forrest Gump style. Oh. <laughs> He's just sadly watching it do its loop. <laughs> I imagine you get. I mean, I imagine you could see most of the train's loop, like from here standing. <laughs> just Ezra sitting on a bench, surrounded by bottles. <laughs> so no, he uh, he missed the train, and uh, he's realized he's missed the train. So he uh, wanders off towards town and meets up with Lola on the way to the library. Okay, so then you guys are. Uh, entering a library. I'm here to learn about books. I'm here to learn about books. Just because you talk slower doesn't mean it's quieter. <laughs> My friend Lola knows about books. I I assume I know library procedure. Yeah, this is an enormous library. It takes up about two city blocks. It is glorious. Lola is kind of trailing behind Ezra, and if Ezra looks from back, she's like, her her skateboard has fallen from her hands, and she's looking like, it's beautiful. It has a single tear running down her face. <laughs> Ezra goes up to the librarian. Okay. Hello, book book person. My name. Hey, <laughs> yeah. My name is Radical Evergod, and this is the book bank. Correct. Uh. No, yeah, you you made it to the uh, to the library. Well, welcome to the library. You're the new you're the new paragon, right? That's me. That's I'm oh, both oh. strong and smart, but I want to learn about uh, the Vremish culture. So, do you have? I'd like to start at the bottom, work my way up. You know, I would like to learn what you teach your youth. Do you have any books that are mostly pictures for uh. research? Not because yeah, no, I, I can't read. Yeah, no, you could go the 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 the, til- the children's section is uh, down that way to the to the left down there. Uh, just right. keep going, keep on going that that way, little bit right little here bit to the left. This That's one, the, 
that's just pointing the, to the right very clearly. The, this way? Yeah, no, that's other left. Other left. Okay. Yeah, the second left. That's right. This one's left. Second this one's second left. left, clearly. There you go. No, hey. you got it. You got it right there, fella. Uh, he goes in and he's <laughs> like, oh, he's very excited because it's a very <laughs> colorful area. And there's a big old, very hungry caterpillar, like paper mache thing hanging from the ceiling. And there's like a secret world of Richard Scary coming out of an apple. And he's like, oh, they love caterpillars here. And uh, he grabs one of the brightest books and runs back towards Lola. She's, uh, as she he goes into that, she's she's kind of, because she's pretty short, so she puts her hands on the, the top of the, the desk and kind of pulls herself up. And it's been like, magic, magic books? Uh, well, I mean, uh, yeah, that we, we that we don't keep them out here, obviously. Or books but, on uh, magic. We, well, both. Both. Uh, we 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 have some of both. Uh, yeah. So uh, you know, follow me. Follow me. You can go right around there. The 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 counter opens. There's a there's a back room. <laughs> the librarian is taking me to the back room, huh? <laughs> the leather cleric is there. <laughs> oh, the leather cleric. I mean, presumably Ezra has run back, so I think it's probably safe now to follow strange men into back rooms in a library. She, she tugs on his coat and is like, "Ee!" can I get this one? Can I, look, look, look how cute this! I don't even know what this animal is, but look how big its eyes are. Can I get? I want this book. Can I have this book, please? Yeah, yes, Ezra, you can have the book. Oh, he's flipping the pages. And he's just very excited about like, whoa! Would you look at? Whoa! <laughs> Oh, oh, he's using the needle for a sword. How cute. How cute. Uh, okay, so uh, right back here. Oh, you know what? I feel bad. I didn't even introduce myself. My name's Flesh Reaver. Uh, nice to meet you. Is, is that a family name? Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, my, my first name's Dewey. Dewey Flesh Reaver. Nice to meet you. I, I'm um, Lola the Arcane, the traveling, traveling in the retinue of the Paragon Radical Evergod. It's very Hello, exciting. Mr. Fletcher, it's nice to meet you. Who is this charming mouse using this needle as a sword? Those are gestures to the point. Uh yeah, that's uh that's one of the one of the kids, but they have a lot of exciting adventures in those books. What is his name? This uh, mouse. Ralph, I guess. Oh, I can I see that. I haven't read Mr. this one yet. I like Mr. I guess. Lola, can we Get a mouse and name him Mr. I guess? Sure. Hell, I mean, I've got a lizard. Morph's got a dog. I don't see why you couldn't get a mouse. I cannot wait to have a mouse. They're very... Look how... Can we train? We'll we'll table this discussion. Let's go into the back room with this huge man whose last name is Flesh Reaper. (laughs) Yeah, uh, so you guys are a little little hung up on that. It's not a big... It's just a... It is a family name. I grew up in in Gurn. You know, not much but, uh, but barbarian hordes and... And uh, and bandit tribes over in Gurnin, you know. So you know, I grew up a barbarian. I became a librarian. You know, it's a joke I tell the people because they sound a lot alike. You know. Oh, librarians! What you're called? I thought it was Mister Bookman. <laughs> wow. Okay. Please, my my predecessor was Mister Bookman. <laughs> fair, fair. Well, lead the way, uh, uh, Flesh Reaver, the librarian. All right, so he, he takes you back a little bit further into a, an opulent room with just towering bookcases with all of these, like, just glorious-looking books with all of the most colorful covers that you could have possibly imagined. And he starts tossing them off of the shelf uh, onto the floor. Uh, you guys take your eyes off Lola for a second, turn back. She's just like head, head tipped back, arms spread wide, just spinning in circles. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he starts tossing the books off of one of the bookshelves onto the floor. I'm going to try to catch as many as I can. Uh, you catch a couple and as you look into them, they are empty. What is this? Oh, yeah, this is the the the, the back room, but uh, the this is not the real back room. So we got to go through the secret Door here, and he pulls a little latch behind in the back of the bookcase, and the whole bookcase slides aside into a different room. Ezra's whole entire shit is messed up. He's like, oh, put your door! This room is much smaller. There are not these giant ornate bookcases. There are small bookcases kind of aligned. Everything is very kind of dark in here. 
The books are not like beautifully colorful. They are pretty bland looking, but very old. Except for there is one book that is being kept in what looks like a kind of some sort of a clear case on a back bookshelf. And this, oh, oh, this oh. book is like golden, like cover, like it has been obviously like dipped in gold or something. And it is. Oh, shit. You know, your girl's going to go for it at yeah. some point. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this is, uh, I mean, this is where all the, 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 the best books are kept. Uh, you know, uh, if you're looking for something in particular, let me know, obviously. I can help shout out with something, you know. Ah, uh, ah, uh, what, ah, uh, she, she's just, like, gobsmacked, looking around, like, this is, this is so much better than Murkheim. Oh, God, I'm crippled with indecision. Well, if I could point you in uh, a couple directions. Oh, hold on a second. He goes and he rifles through a couple of shelves and he pops back up with a book and he says, all right, this one might be of particular interest. And it is, let's, let, you guys, you Lola could probably read Elvin or Dwarven, actually, yeah, this would probably be can. in. Yep. Certainly, I think if Ezra can read anything, it would probably be Dwarven. Yeah, he can definitely read Dwarven. So this book is called On the Creation of Golems. Oh, hell. This book is relevant to my interest. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, uh, so that one is, uh, I mean, we don't have a lot on, on the Golem, but I mean, we've got more than I think most places probably would in the fact that we have a book on the subject. I mean, probably if you went to uh, Torhemfell or some, uh, you know, where, where they got a lot more dwarves, you might find something a little bit more interesting. But this is, uh, this is a pretty good book. Uh, I assume I haven't actually read it. What is your checkout procedure? Well, uh, it's pretty straightforward out there. That's a, it's a, it's a weak policy. Uh, people take about week to week back here and nobody takes these books because nobody has access to these books, but. So if I get the queen to let us give us that. Well, presumably, presumably, yeah. I mean, you guys are operating on a different, uh, expectation. So people that are allowed to be back here can use kind of these books, as much as they need to use these books. So if you want to borrow it for a while, that's fine. Hell yeah. Can I also... Can the Adventures of Ralph also apply? Can I also... Would the rules allow for me to have this mouse for a long time? Yeah, no, okay. So it's a pretty popular book, uh, but we can we can get another copy. It's no problem. You can take that one. Ha <laughs> ha! Lola! I got a mouse book! She Libraries are cool. Five. Libraries are cool. <laughs> I mean, so I'm going to start reading the books that he recommends in hopes that he needs to leave the room at some point and go back to his job. Yeah, no, he probably does right away. Like, as he's like, you know, that that that's a that's a good one for you guys. There's a few, you know, check over on this shelf over here. There's probably a handful of them on just the just the general illusory magical arts. And uh, I'm going to actually head up front because I'm the only one working the the the, the front checkout right now, but. Um, you know, just let me know if you need anything. I'm going to keep this door kind of half cracked closed. Um, so if you need anything, make sure and come out and give me because this is pretty soundproof. So I won't be able to hear or see anything if you need any assistance good with anything know. back here. Cool. Yeah, cool, cool. We're good. We're, we're, we are set. We're going to read about a mouse. Okay, sounds wonderful. <laughs> oh, man, the minute he's gone, I am at that book just Get my paws all over it. So the minute he's gone, you're going for the cased oh, book, right? Oh, you know it. Okay. Yeah, so it's locked, but it looks like it has been, like, picked recently. Like, there's some damage to this lock. Ezra's got the finger key. That's a tool oh, you gave yes. me. Ezra does. I did give you that thing. Ezra, 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 Ezra. Skeleton this bad boy. I'm going to finger that lock, baby. I think we decided it was like a bump key type of a situation. So he does fire off the round from his bullet and like jostles the lock open. I do that. Yeah, it, it works flawlessly. And it pops open. So she pops open the, the lid of this thing and is like, ah, and it's like rubbing her hands all over the top of this and like rubbing it on her face. Why don't you give me an arcana check? Oh boy. Okay. Not that I'm not too bad at that. So what? So five. This is a really magical book. Mm-hmm. Like a very magical book. I, I I give it a little lick with the end of my tongue. <laughs> it's it's like licking a nine volt battery. <laughs> Woo! It's a good one. <laughs> she says and slaps it down on the table. 
Okay, there's no title on this book, and when you slap it down, it, like, clanks down on this table because it's, like, metal-coated. That, uh, that's how you know it's good. Ezra licks the mouse book, and he goes, this one's also good. <laughs> <laughs> there's a wet corner on the mouse book now. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm gonna, like, re- reverently open this book and, and okay. see what it's about. So on the title page, you see that this is a book about something called pneumonomancy. Menomancy. Okay. Do I have any indication of what that might be? Why don't you roll a lore? Because, or this would not really be a Arcana thing. No, I definitely don't have any lore. Okay. Uh, one. Some kind of magic. <laughs> good enough for me i'm gonna i'm gonna start going through the book ezra as soon as she starts reading this book she starts getting like reading it faster and faster and faster like she's just kind of skimming the first page and the next thing you know she's on the second then the third then the fourth and she's just burning through this book Uh, it's not a long book it looks like there's probably only about 50 60 pages in it but once she starts reading she's like boom she just gets through this book super fast like unnaturally fast and she's done how how did I find the book? Uh, riveting. You have learned some truths about the world. You now have an ability called pneumonomancy. What pneumonomancy is, is you can, anytime that you make an, arca- an arcana roll, any type of arcana roll, like after you've rolled, you've told me like what your net is, you can decide to sacrifice a memory. You can choose the memory. Any memory that Lola has, you can create it on the spot if you want to, uh, but you are going to sacrifice a memory that will forever be forgotten to you, and you can't do the whole trick where I'm going to tell somebody about this first, and then they're going to remind me after, because once you've forgotten this thing, it will be something that you can never remember. It will always be absent to your mind. Burning someone alive, what? (laughs) And depending on how important I determine that that memory is probably to Lola, will determine how big of a bonus your arcana gets to that. All right, all right. Ooh, ooh, okay. That is a is all RP okay. from the uh, from the flavor. Okay. But, now you just uh, need to go around and make loads of really useless memories, though. Really <laughs> <boring>. <laughs> yeah, and they, they won't give you much bonuses, but it'll be fun to have all these gaps in your memories. The next time that you guys run into Jasper, she's like, who's this bozo? <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, the the Flesh Reaver comes back while you're putting the book back into its case. Uh, And she's like, puts it back, lock the lock. Oh, yeah, that's a a heavy one. Did you get through that thing? Oh, I I did. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I I don't mess around with those, those... those magic ones that's uh, it's a lot it's a lot for you i mean she's, uh, more, more more power to you and uh and the queen <laughs> i don't know many other people that would want to take on something like that oh yeah actually it was uh it was a uh, pretty good read all right well listen i hate to do this to you uh but there's been a fire a small fire what? What? uh <laughs> yeah, no. Uh it's been a it's been mostly contained, but we have to do some evacuations. But also uh, on a on a completely unrelated note, there's also a sale going on in the pie shop I just found out about. Figured I could throw you guys these coupons uh that I found <laughs> out front for the pie shop. Before he even says that, there's like they throw a bunch of like paper at him and are gone. <laughs> but Ezra definitely has the how golems are made, and uh, the oh Ralph yeah, Lola, Igus, I, I, the Ralph Igus I, like book. we can randomly talk about it, but Lola's definitely stashed some books. They're walking out, and they're talking about you know. I really thought the whole library situation with Mister Flesh Reaver was really going to be a lesson for us about impulse control, but we didn't learn anything. That was great. Ah, ah. <laughs> I, hey, I can. Uh, I'll just sacrifice that memory, and it's like it's never happened. Um, cool. We we make a beeline for the pie shop. You make a beeline for the pie shop. Look, everybody's joined at the pie shop. It's a uh, it's 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 a nice nice size pie shop. Moderately sized, moderately priced, moderately staffed. If only we had coupons. <laughs> yeah. So ding a ding ding, you're in a pie shop. And bells in this town are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> how how is it required, Cammy? Oh gosh, uh, it was it was really good. I got there for like the tail end of the song, and then they started doing a lot of hand work. Uh, but those youths, the, this is not the first time they've done some handwork, man. These, these youths were pros. Uh, and then I met a man that has a lot of swords. 
Uh, he said he didn't use the swords, but, you know, I mean, who's to judge? Uh, yeah, and I convinced him to do some really dangerous sword juggling. So, like, all in all, fun day. I saw a balloon on the way here. I didn't know those were a thing in this world. That was no so, Yeah. That's really can exciting. I, can I register my complaints about the fact that we never made it to the graveyard? Noted. Okay. Why didn't you end up at the <laughs> but, graveyard? Um, well, there was a murder on the train. Well, it wasn't really a murder. A guy died on the train. What? He started trying to juggle swords, and it just it went wrong. It went all types of wrong. <laughs> Why would you try to juggle swords? That sounds like a terrible idea. I don't know. It sounded like a bad idea. Him to, to do something like that. That's he just was insane. <laughs> but anyway, I've got this cool green sword now. So that's pretty dope. Its name's Christopher, I think. <laughs> oh, glossing over that. How's your, <laughs> how's your back veil? Lord. Oh, I've I've ordered a, a very nice cape. Um, should be able to pick it up uh, after we get back from Oster. I ordered one for Rufus as well. You know, little matching capes. Oh, he's such a boy. Um, Ezra, uh, how would you feel about doing some endorsements now that you're uh, a paragon? Mm. Uh, this this shop would would very much like an endorsement from you. Uh, we can talk about that later. It, it doesn't I'm 60-40 on that idea. My guy with the... I, I'm sure you could get a, a free veil out of it. As, as well, if, you know, if you spoke to him, I'm getting a free maybe. veil anyway. Garnet can go and talk about it with the queen. She said, what's up? Uh, how much of these? How much of these kids? No big deal because we kind of have a money pool uh, going on and it sounds like Cammy uh, did murder by proxy. So that was free. <laughs> I, you could probably get get a magical veil from this this guy. I got maybe. this book. Like it's, it's about Ralph Igus. He's a little mouse. He uses a needle as a sword. Oh, I've read that one. More importantly, he's got a book about golems. But there's no mice in this book. Also, we've decided we're going to adopt a mouse. Um, tell you what. Good, we yeah. talk to this guy about a mouse veil. I'll talk about doing his endorsements. <laughs> I'm sure he can sort out a mouse veil. That shouldn't take him too long. Maybe even a magical mouse veil. Maybe a veil that will allow your little mouse to wield a little tiny sword. That'll be so cute. Maybe a little green one. And you can call it Christopher. Also, I watched uh, I watched Lola read like a 2,000 page book in about 35 seconds. Real weird. I mean, it was 60 pages, but yeah, I really I, uh, burned through that sucker. It's, was it a, quite a page turn? Oh yeah, hell yeah. I, I learned some new magic. Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Very, very good, productive day all around then. Um, I'm going to go get myself a, a pie. Quick word of warning. Oh, one, I would like uh, a coconut creme, if they have one more. Uh, sure, uh, my yes, sir. No uh, secondly, this book on how golems is made, probably going to lead me into an existential crisis. So, you know, guys, just buckle up for that in a, in a, in a day or two. Um, per- perhaps you could give it to, to Lola to scream first. Um, she can maybe leave out any distressing parts. Oh, yeah, sure. Here, Lola redacted this. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Got it. Uh, now with your new super reading speed power. On it. <laughs> She's gonna gonna filter this book for him. Learn everything there is to be to learn about golems to rehash. Uh, what, what pies would you like while I'm going up there? Oh, give me pecan, man. Pecan? I'm gonna want a key lime. Key lime nice. I, I'm going with the a savory option. I'm going to go steak and ale, I think. Uh, Yanov, any, anything for you? Um, you know, I'm just, I'm still real torn up about this whole graveyard situation. Um, Yanov, the graveyard's a nighttime activity. Oh, we're still going to go? Yeah, sure. Shit, oh, yeah, sweet. let's all go together. Uh, chocolate silk, uh, chocolate silk. <laughs> 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 I did graveyard energy. Sorry, chocolate silk. Did graveyard energy. That's what we have. <laughs> so I go up and order some pies Alright, so you guys have some pies Lola, are you reading while you're eating pie? Yeah Everybody's kind of having a good time, chilling out Lola, you're reading about golems yeah. The one thing that you find out that is kind of news to you about golems Is that there there are ways for golems to get their free will Okay It requires them to purchase their own free will And they have to purchase from their creator or from their owner, their control rod. Oh, okay. Well, good, good, good news. There's a way for you to purchase your uh, freedom, uh, Ezra. Okay, that's the bad news. Uh, 
<laughs> the bad news is that we're going to need a necromancer. Well, okay, I mean, maybe a bit of a stretch, but, you know, this was... You may not know this about Lola, but, uh, you know, we'd be sitting there a lot of times, you know, faced with a problem, and I feel like seven out of every ten times she came to the conclusion that necromancy was the solution. I don't think that she felt that there were a lot of problems that necromancy couldn't solve, and I understand where she's coming from in this particular situation. You know, here you, here you have this, uh, this friend of yours who is uh, beholden to some control rod he needs to purchase from his owner, and his owner just happens to be dead. So, you know, click your heels together, presto bango, pull her back up from the grave, and uh, sign off on the deal, my lady. Sure, sure, I understand where she's coming from. But they're gonna have to table that idea for just a little while, because, uh, you know, the Oster awaits. You know, and, and uh, along with it, the promise of, of, of Ezra becoming a full paragon, because at this point, he doesn't have a relic, and without a relic, I mean, you're not a paragon, are you? But that uh, brings with it all too many more questions. It's exactly how long that relic's going to stay around. You know, would Ezra give it willingly over to a Garion and Clash Tiger? Or would he forge his own path? And what would a Garion and Clash Tiger think of that? You know, they'd already killed several Paragon. Obviously, none they knew quite so well as Ezra. But once you start walking down that path, Sonny Boy, let me tell you, uh, you know, one one grave just digs the next. Which isn't really how graves should work. You know, you dig a grave and you have a big mound of dirt. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, graves are really weird around that time. Um, some strange things were happening. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll see all of that, you know, later on. For now, boy... You know, just sit back, relax, uh, have another couple of drinks. Uh, honestly, there's a there's a full drink minimum tonight. And I've been looking around and some of you, I can tell, are on drink two, drink three, perhaps. Um, you know, you're not going anywhere. So, you know, sit back, have another one. Um, and uh, when you do so, make sure to tip your Minotaur bartenders. And I will see all of you here next time at the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, two girls, one outro. <laughs> hey, that was a fun episode. I didn't roll at all. That was maybe the most fun I've ever had in my life. Oh, bar none. You know, birth of my firstborn son, get out of here. I don't have that. This was way more fun. Wow, so there's lots of stuff going on, right? I guess first we can talk about the fact that half of our brute force specific dice from Die Hard Dice are gone. What? What? Yeah, Where'd they go? They're gone, yo. Damn. People claim them. So if you want some, head over to Patreon, where brute force podcast, and you can sign up for the level to get you some dice. Yeah, it's a good it's a good level. It's my favorite level. They are extremely good hand feel. Oh, oh, great! I'm I'm hand feeling them now. I'm rolling Same, around. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, good hand feels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this oh. is extremely the two girls one outro outro. This is two girls one outro ASMR edition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey y'all, did you know that I'm running a Kickstarter right now with my husband? Michael Tomorrow of Drunks and Dragons. We made a card game called Drinks and Daggers, and it's based off of the Drunks and Dragons podcast, kind of, and it's been funded. It got funded in three and a half hours at $25,000, and it's made over 200% of the funded total at this point. But Carly, if it's already funded and I donate now, are there extra reward tiers that we could get to? Dog, you know there's extra reward tiers. What? Extra bosses, extra characters. Uh, The next reward tier, which we may hit by the time this comes out, is Art Prince. I want that! real... Real good. Drinksandjackers.com will take you to the Kickstarter page. Dang. Oh, good to know. Gosh. So, talking about people pitching in, we got some five-star reviews that we can read here. There is one from Matthew SDT from the UK. Says, good show. Five stars. Only problem is that there's not enough of it. Oh, good. You know, Matthew is... I love that guy. I don't know. I know I've never right? met him. I feel God, like I would dab him as soon as He picked me up from the airport the other day. God, what a solid dude. Oh, gosh. That, that's solid dude 101. There's another one right here that, I, that I'm going to read. Uh, this is by Guitar Potato 444. This one's, this one's an American. Love that. 
great voice acting and really funny characters. Really glad I heard you guys' advertisement on another podcast. I love listening to your story and can't wait to catch up all the way. You know, this guy helped me move a couch the other day. God, what a good fan base this is. Gosh, yeah, no, he helped move your couch. He helped find my cat. It was up two different trees at once. So, uh, he mean, broke his arm, still helped you. Yeah, yeah, threw his, like, severed arm to the other tree. Yeah. She hit your cat out of the tree, but it got out. <laughs> Lovingly pet it <laughs> as, he, as he hit with it. Lovingly pet it with his severed arm. Yes, yes. Gosh, our, we have the best fans that can control their fan lens. No problem. And that's what I love about this podcast. If you want us to read your review, please go and leave one on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts or wherever. We would uh, love to hear from you. Yeah, your, your catcher app of choice. Yeah, we're going to find them. We're going to get them. We're going to get our faces and our eyes all in them. We're going to sc- scrape those reviews. <laughs> scrape them? Yes. <laughs> we're going to scrape your reviews. And then we're going to read them on our podcast. So thank you so much, guys. We will be back again in two more weeks. And crust you later. Yep. Egg egg wash. Egg wash is a pie thing. Did it. I did it good. You did it good. I did it good. So that was a yes for Wonderwall? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do it. Make it up. Make up how you think it would go if you'd never heard it. Yeah. Create your own Wonderwall. Give Give us the pat version of Wonderwall. Everybody ever wondered what a wall is for to hold your roof up and oh. have a base for your floor. Yeah. That's what <laughs> walls are for. That's what a children's song at that point. It's, it's That's actually like it's something that the superpower French Canadians may have done. Oh man, our chord progressions are always weird as hell. Nope. Uh, it's not just your core cool progressions. Nope. Nope. So. There we go. <laughs> if you wake up at two and you're nothing to do, you brush your teeth. You keep them nice and clean, keep them nice and neat. You grub the dirt from under your nails. You wash your butt, don't wash your tail. You're a human. You ain't got a tail. Don't tail. 